On this episode of Locked On Lightning, Sergachev's hurt. Who's coming to step up in his place as the Lightning go on next to take on the Vegas Golden Knights? All that coming up and more on Locked On Lightning. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for joining us on this episode as we will be covering Mikhail Sergachev hurt the other night. Will he be playing? How long will he be out of the lineup? We talk about that. Victor Hedman, could he be the one to step up in his place? We talk about his season thus far and how he has the tools to do that. And we look towards the upcoming matchup, tomorrow's matchup, in fact, against the Vegas Golden Knights. All that coming up in just a bit. But first, I just want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So before we get into all that, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. You could also subscribe to the channel. Hit that thumbs up button below this video, as well as drop a comment below to get in on the conversation. So we're talking about Mikhail Sergachev got hurt the other night, had to leave, did not return uh, in the previous matchup. And it looked like he got hit on a shot to his foot, which scares me because if you get hurt like that chances are i i mean chances are he broke his foot and we haven't heard anything yet i feel like maybe we would have heard something by now i mean what i feel like will happen is that he might come back maybe not against vegas but maybe against next weekend florida maybe that's the thought process that maybe the team is thinking that, all right, you know, we could kind of do our best to get past Vegas, maybe have him play against Washington. We'll see. If not, I think that we will definitely see him against Florida if he does come back at all. And but I just think on a on a play like that, on a shot like that, especially when you're in front, um, he doesn't come off. And then in those in those moments when a player suffers an injury like that, what a lot of people don't realize is that the last thing you want to do if you want to stay in the game, unless it's you're in absolute agony, is take off the boot of the skate because once you take off that skate your foot's going to swell up like a balloon. And that might be part of the issue. Um, I mean, I'm no x-ray tech or anything. I don't really know how that stuff works, but I would imagine that maybe, you know, once I, I would imagine maybe that the swelling might not help the x-ray process. I mean, if, if, if there's people out there that know more about this stuff than me that are listening we're tuning in right now. Go ahead, drop a comment below or get in touch with me on our Twitter page, on my Twitter page at Danky Dank, D-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. And yeah, I 
I just feel like in that scenario, you know, he was in too much pain. He came out and, and this is a big blow to the lightning. And I know that a lot of fans, including yours truly, I mean, regardless of what could potentially happen, I mean, since he's not playing against Vegas and I think that, all right, that's a precautionary thing. But if on the other side of that, if he doesn't play against Washington, then we should start to worry. And then if we don't think if he's not going to play against Florida, then yeah, something serious is happening, especially if we don't hear anything uh, from this team and just, they just say in the stereotypical frustrating statement that Mikhail Sergachev is out for the foreseeable future because of a lower body injury, which I get it. You want to protect the, 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 the privacy of these players. But at the same time, that is just the most frustrating thing. An upper body injury could be anything from a headache to just absolute brain hemorrhage or, uh, hemorrhage or or a slash to the throat or something crazy uh and the same thing goes for the lower body injuries it could be from a an ingrown toenail to a blown out knee uh give us a little bit more than that and um but if i had to guess it was it would definitely be a broken foot or a broken bone in the foot to where i would imagine if they're not going to completely just take them off you know the roster and just put him on the the long-term injured reserve i think that what will happen is that they'll kind of start they'll manage him they'll they'll probably roll him out here and there um depending on how he's feeling but regardless of what the scenario or what the situation in terms of his actual injury is this is still a pretty big deal to the tampa bay lightning because when you look at their roster, I mean, even coming into the season, they're pretty thin as it is at the blue line position. And on top of that, the players that this team has aren't exactly have been playing stellar this year to begin with either. So you you get another guy in the lineup. And I'm not saying that he is the, the one-all be-all for the Tampa Bay defenseman core. No, that's not it at all. He's been probably one of the more disappointing uh, performers this year for the lightning defense but you know whenever you lose a body regardless of whether it's your top guy or it's your third line defenseman you know that's especially with a team like i've said not very thick at this position um that's going to put a lot of strain and and i stressed about it on the previous episode about how the lightning got a big stretch ahead of them coming up they they got like I said we have Vegas tomorrow night we got Washington over the weekend we we got Florida coming up next week who is no joke this year you know we kind of brushed them aside because you know they were one of the better teams in the league um, and and even last year the the I mean the year prior and but they're no joke they're a team that not only could play well uh, on a nightly basis, but they are a team that could also run you out of the building. And whenever that happens against your, your division rival, it hurts a lot worse in those scenarios. And then right after that, you got the Rangers and, and the Montreal Canadians who, like I said, only a point behind the lightning in the wild card. So, you know, you got four playoff teams coming into it in the next couple of games, as well as one who is right behind you in the wild card. And, and I stressed it very much that, now going forward, especially with the Lightning kind of seeming that they're going to be out of the divisional playoff round, uh, divisional playoff race, uh, 
this team is now playing for a wild card spot. And that is probably way more difficult, 10 times more difficult than playing for a divisional spot because you go from focusing on three more, three teams to now you got literally every Tom, Dick, and Harry in the Eastern Conference looking to come and steal a playoff spot from you because there's only two. It's not like, you know, there's three, four, or five or whatever, like how they have in baseball. Um, it, it's, it's, it's two. That's it. And every point counts. If they didn't count before, they count more now than everything. And to get a point, even against the best teams in the league, is a big deal. So you got to go every point from now until the end of the year is going to is going to count and it's going to really hurt a lot worse when you don't pick those up. So when you are missing out on guys like your Sergachevs, um like we we kind of experienced with Victor Hedman for a brief period over the last past week, um it it shows. And as to who could fill those shoes, I don't know. Uh we'll find out in the upcoming games right now as it is projected for tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to have Hayden Flurry and Calvin DeHaan in the lineup. DeHaan's going to be on the second line with Radish and Chernax on the first. And then we got Perbix and Flurry, which kind of was, in my hopes, going to be the default uh, third line pairing going forward, whether it be Flurry or DeHaan with Perbix. So we'll see what happens. We'll talk about that more coming up in the second segment as we talk about Victor Hedman. Uh, could he be the one to to kind of step up and and take things for this lightning team on the defensive side of things into his own hands and propel them into uh, a little bit of a safe place when it, when we look at the defense um, or are we looking at you know another defenseman at the NHL level because there's nobody at the 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 AHL level from Syracuse that I believe is going to come up and save the day. So we'll talk about what we got, who could step up and what the real expectations are going to be. Because like I said, I know Sergachev, it looks right now, right now if I had to guess, he's going to be day-to-day. Um, definitely not playing tomorrow night. I would be shocked. Uh, I think that he is somewhat of a questionable appearance for Saturday against the, the, the Capitals. But we'll keep tabs on that as always. So coming up, yes, we'll be talking about their uh, possible replacements that the Lightning have in store, how they could battle through this maybe short little uh, hiccup, hopefully, that they will have without uh, Mikhail Sergachev. But in the meantime, uh, we will be, let's hear from one of our sponsors from today's show, our friends over at Sleeper. Now, a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Nikita Kucherov could score 50 goals. The Lightning could hoist the Stanley Cup championship. And you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you could win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Uh, if you're going to pick three cards out of three players out of the hat from Tampa Bay Lightning to win you some good money this weekend, you got to go with Coach and you got to go with Nick Paul. Uh, those are your two hot hands that you got coming out of the Lightning. All you have to do is pick those two guys and to whether or not they will record more or less their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves plus or minuses. 
and more in a given game. So use the promo code locked on NHL. You'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers' terms of use for details and locational availability. As always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. That's Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, wherever they are dropping podcasts in audio form. We are there as well as head on over to our YouTube page. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Hit the thumbs up button below this video. Drop a comment below to join the conversation and hit that hit that bell. So as soon as the newest episode drops, you will be notified of the newest episode and you can listen to it, watch it or whatever you do with it. So we just got done talking about Mikhail Sergachev, obviously a big injury for the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, a scary injury because not in in the matter of which he suffered it, but more in in the the fact that he could potentially be out for a long time or I could potentially be sitting here worrying about nothing. But if I had to guess. He's going to be out for probably a handful of games. I wouldn't be surprised if he misses at least the rest of the 2023 season. Uh, 2023, I guess, the year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to me, that looks like a broken foot, uh, especially how he reacted afterwards, uh, especially how fast they pulled him from the game. Um, and and like I said, I mean, this is my own personal frustration with, with the National Hockey League is that, they have this whole lower lower body, upper body thing. Like I said, lower body could be anything from an ingrown toenail to to a, a blown out knee. So who the hell knows? We won't know until he is absolutely either done or comes back um, and we hear something either from him or Coop. So but in the meantime, all we could do is look forward because that, you know, the games don't stop. The lightning have a rendezvous with the Vegas Golden Knights tomorrow night at home. And then they're on the road in DC against the Capitals. And you got to look towards within because, you know, like I said, there's no help coming from Syracuse. As we all know by now, the lightning are pretty thin at their, their depth and their youth in Syracuse. You know, they have guys here and there that could potentially help in little spots, but there isn't, especially if it's a long-term fix, you're not going to get anybody that's really going to do anything to make a huge difference on this team. So you got to look at what you have. And and as the lines state uh, in the coming for at least for tomorrow night's game, you got Hedman and Chernak, which is the usual line on the first. You got Dahan and Radish. And then you got Flurry and Perbix. So just obviously Dahan takes uh, Sergeyev's spot. Perbix has now moved down to the third line combination. And just to kind of look at it, you know, I, I'm not expecting any type of offensive output uh, from lines second and three. Uh, my big issue is that you look at these players and there's like little to no offensive production. And I, I know you can make the same same determination about with, with Eric Chernak, but at the same time, Chernak, as we all know, is a defenseman, defenseman, um, defensive defenseman. He's not, you know, in the business of scoring goals. He maybe scores one or two a year. Uh, whereas, you know, Sergachev will, will get up there. He has, you know, he, he's very adept at scoring goals and, and getting points. He has 19 points this year. 
uh, which is which is of course uh, second behind uh, Victor Hedman, uh, who who really is the main focal point now of the defensive core. You know, you, you, there's no hiding it now. Now for the X next amount of games, even with Chernak, we could even say this with Chernak, Victor Hedman is going to be looked at as the guy to kind of carry the offensive maneuvering of this, this defensive core and, and kind of be the guy. And it's going to make the magnifying glass all that bigger around him, especially on the power play, because we know that Sergachev uh, was a guy who could quarterback the power play. Uh, he was a guy that w- we saw in recent years could even score in good with with enough opportunities and wasn't afraid of shooting the puck. And you know now, potentially he could be out for the rest of the year or for at least a very long time. Um, like I said, I mean we with the amount with the little amount of information we get from the NHL as well as the clubs on injuries. I mean. It could be a week. It, it could be a couple of games. It, it could be a month. It could be even the rest of the season. So who knows? We're just planning ahead here. And, and and you know, it worries me because, as we know, with Victor Hedman, he's very, in years past, he's been very good at scoring goals, picking up points. Um, a couple of years ago, he picked up a career high, 85 points. But that was also the year he played 82 games and had 20 goals. So, Take that as you will. That was a very large jump uh, in goals and just in points scored in general for him. Um, But last year, he had nine goals and 49 points. So a very big drop off uh, from his previous year's numbers. And right now, he's at five goals and 29 points. So kind of a little bit ahead of schedule than, than he was from last year. Um, I think the thing that really sticks out to me this year that really is going to be a big focal point for him, especially going forward with the potential long-term absence of Sergeyev, is the fact that his skating has gotten so much better. His defense, I think, has really done has been a lot better this year, Um, and that's kind of he's been just doing the things that we expect of him, uh, scoring, but as well as playing an all-around 200-foot game, and I think that really the rest of this team and this core is really going to have to look at him and, and, and kind of emulate that because you look at guys on this team and, and, you know, like I said, you know, the lightning are very thin to begin with when it comes to the defensive side of things. And, you know, I like some of the moves that they made this year. I like the signing of Calvin Nahan. I thought that was a very good move. Um, I thought he has played, reasonably well all things considered uh in the time that he has gotten he only has three assists this year but that's not that's not his job his job is to come in and play defense and i think that if you have guys like him you have guys like darren radish and chernak and headman if you have those first two lines playing good defense making smart decisions as well as really just putting the clamp down on the neutral zone, I think that that is enough to where the Sergachev absence for however long it might be is could be overlooked. Uh, and, and as it stands, Radish will be on the second power play unit, the only defenseman on that unit with Janot, Sorelli, Barre, Boulay, and Hagel. And 
I've always said it since dating back to last year. I really liked the way Darren Radish played and has played this year. And I think he oftentimes looks over gets overlooked because of all the the noise that is surrounding Nick Pervix and the ineffectiveness that he has had. And this is going to be a situation where the longer Sergachev is out, you're going to look at a guy like Nick Pervix and and say, this guy has to get his act together or he's out of here. Um, and and I'm not just talking about defensive defensively. I'm talking about offensively. Because at the end of the day, those points got to come from somewhere. You know, Hedman can't do it all himself. I firmly believe that they will get some help from Flurry here and there. I, as much as I am not a fan of Flurry and just the lack of production that we have seen from him this year and just in general with his tenure with the Lightning, I do feel like this is you're going to kind of see him kind of be let off a little bit of a leash and maybe set up some guys for for goals and and you might see Perbix as well get that confidence back that we saw him have from last year um but this is really you know it goes back to really what I was saying how every game counts every point counts and now that you have one of your top defensemen out for god knows how long it's even more that important that this defensive combo these defensive combinations come through and play well not only on the defensive side of things, but in the neutral zone as well as on the offensive side of things. So let me know in the comments below what you think. I mean, like I said, I don't know because no one has said anything anywhere about the potential of how long this absence could be from Mikhail Zergachev. It could be one game. It could be two games. It could be a month. It could be the rest of the season. Nobody knows right now. Like I said, it could be a broken foot. He could be out for maybe a month. And and if that's the case, you got guys like Chernak, Flurry, Pervix, Dahan. Those guys need to step up, and Radish. They need to step up, and they need to support uh, Victor Hedman and this defensive core and the rest of the team as the Lightning try to stay in the playoff conversation uh, as the season progresses. So we'll wrap things up with. Talking about tomorrow night's game, previewing tomorrow night's game against the Vegas Golden Knights coming up in just a little bit. But first, I want to wrap things up with our friends and sponsors over at FanDuel. Now, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wider range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off your NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. So wrapping things up on the show, as always, I want to thank you all for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. You could also catch us on our YouTube channel. Hit that thumbs up button below this video and drop a comment below to get in on the action. And most importantly, go ahead and subscribe to the channel as well and hit that notification button. So as soon as the newest episode drops, you will be notified. So now with Mikhail Sergachev, out of lineup and and yes you know we've had our issues with him this year 
and over the last two years, you know, he's had his ups, his downs. There's moments where we love this guy. And there's other moments we want to shake him and say, what are you doing? Especially when he turns over the puck at the blue line or in the neutral zone and it turns into a break down the other side of the ice. But his absence, just as a leader, is definitely going to be missed for however long he is out. Hopefully it's only a couple of games or so. But regardless of the fact the Tampa Bay Lightning need to play hockey because the league won't sit around and wait for Mikhail Sergachev as much as the Lightning would hope that they do. But the Lightning will be taking on the Vegas Golden Knights, the defending Stanley Cup champions. And this is a game that I'll be completely honest with you. I look at if you've been a listener of this podcast for quite some time, you kind of know what teams I look forward to playing, what teams I don't. And I will say that when I saw this game on the schedule, and this is even, I could say this for a fact, even when the Lightning were playing their best hockey, or if they were. <clears throat> the Vegas Golden Knights are, by far, in my opinion, not only the best team in the league, just by looking at the stats, they have the most sta- they have the most points in the league, but they are the scariest team in the league because they could beat you in a number of ways. Uh, they got two goaltenders that, could come through and beat you on any given night and this is a team especially now that you're missing one of your top defensemen this is a team that is definitely not afraid of coming into your building and beating the crap out of you and this is the game that the lightning i cannot stress it enough need to come in and get off to a good start they 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 desperately need to get things going early on, especially when you have um, when you're down to defensemen out there. And th- these are the kind of games, and and we've spoken about this ever since Vasilevsky came back. These are the kind of games. You know, there are games when the Lightning look at Vasilevsky and need him to get going early on, or need you know rely on him to win. And then there's other games where Vasilevsky more. More, more, more times than not has had to look at his team and relied on them to get going so he could do what he needs to do. But this is a game that, as much as I hate it, Andre Vasilevsky, if there's going to be a game, almost want to call it a signature game, if he's going to have a Vasilevsky-like night where he comes out and just completely takes over the game for the Tampa Bay Lightning... It's tomorrow night at home against the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, Because this is a game, if the chips don't fall where they need to for this team, not only will the Lightning lose this game, and it's not, it's a game where also the Lightning could play well, I will say this, and still lose because Vegas is that good. But the Lightning need everything to go right for them tomorrow in order to have a chance at winning this game. That's how good Vegas is. Vegas is, they're fast, they're big, they're physical, they'll score, they'll, 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 they'll even outscore you. 
you know, they'll get into a shooting match with you is really what I want to say. Um, you look at Vegas too as well. I mean, they have the third best goal differential in the league, plus 29. And that's behind two teams who are just completely killing it right now in Vancouver and Los Angeles. So that shows you. And at the same time, you know, the Lightning have had their struggles early on against not so good teams. So when you look at this team, Vegas, who is doing so much right now, who is not only the best team, best really just at the front of the pack in a lot of, a lot of really just crazy categories. I mean, just to list it off, like I said, they're third best in goal differential. Their away record is nine, four, and three. They're they're seven, two, and one in their last ten. Um, even if you get them to the shootout, they're four and one. You know, there's there's very little room for error. And we're gonna need to look at some of the guys like Nikita Kucherov, like Andre Vasilevsky, Victor Hedman, Steven Stamkos is really gonna have to come out of his shell tomorrow night. And this is this is a game that I always talk about and say that the light the my favorite games, even though I just got done saying I don't look I'm not looking forward to them playing each other. These are these are the type of games you do look forward to because they are kind of a, a measuring point as to where your team is because they're they're almost gonna feel like like playoff games. I mean, you're you know, anytime you get to play the best. You should be excited and also, you know, cautiously optimistic, but you should be excited because, you know, it, it kind of gives you a measuring stick of what you need to do to get better. And not only that, that not only st- goes for the players, but that goes for the coaches. I mean, it's been very well spoken about, especially on this podcast this, this year, about the things that John Cooper has failed at doing or failed at not doing enough this year for this Lightning team. And I would hope that he uses this game, win, lose, or shootout, to kind of measure the temperature in the room. Not only with the players, but with the coaches and and with himself. Give himself a little bit of a heat check. Try and figure out, you know, maybe I'm doing something wrong, especially with the with 2023 ending. And and now 24 from from that moment, from from the moment you go from 24, January 1st, 2024, till the end till game 82, it's gonna be a sprint. And I'm excited. I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic. But this is a game, like I said, Lightning need to get off to a good start. They need to play almost nearly per- perfect hockey, kind of what we saw in that game in November against Boston. And if you, if you don't remember, go back and watch it because the Lightning should take a bunch of what they did in that game and bring that into tomorrow night's game. Because, like I said, it's going to be tough, but it's not a game that is unwinnable. It's unwinnable if you go out there and make mistakes and don't play the right way. If you go out there and, and play the way you did against Boston back in November and you get a little help from Vasilevsky, tomorrow night's going to be fun. Tomorrow night's going to be fun if that happens. 
So let me know in the comments below what you think. And tomorrow, tomorrow night after the game, we'll be back to recap that game as well as some of the stories. And, and hopefully we hear more about Andre Vasilevsky at that point in time. I mean, not Andre Vasilevsky, Mikhail Sergachev. Hopefully we hear more about him and what's going on with him. And hopefully it's positive news. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.